Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning, this is Jess Jenkins, and I'd like to welcome you to I Preach, the podcast. I'm joined this morning by my brother, Dale. Dale, it's good to be with you this morning. Well, Jeff, it's great to be alive and be with you today, and a beautiful day in Middle Tennessee anyway. Got a little chilly, but uh, it's a good time, and we're, we're, uh, we have a, a great thing planned. I know you're coming off of a big week for y'all at Louisville. Yeah, we just had a tremendous uh, 12 questions uh, conference. It was a great week. We had a lot of uh, wonderful people who joined us, had some great speakers here. And, of course, this uh, program was initiated by your son, Philip, and uh, David Shannon over in Mount Juliet. And I understand there's several other congregations who are going to be involved in something like this in the coming months. And so we're thrilled that we were able to be a part of it. And we had Philip on, on uh, I Preach uh, a while back, and I know several people that listened to it decided to launch something similar to that, and we're, we're thankful for that as well. Well, Jeff, uh, we have a very special guest with us today, and without any further ado, let me introduce our listeners to the podcast today to Jeff Abrams. Jeff A., we welcome you to the podcast. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you, brothers. I'm in a real pickle today because I've got two Jeffs I'm talking to, and uh, the voices are confusing because my brother, Jeff, in Texas, sounds like I sound, and then we've got two Jeffs. So people are going to be very confused today, brother. <laughs> yes, they we'll are. We'll do our best. We're, we're already confused, and so our goal is to confuse everybody else today. Well, so Jeff Abrams... Jeff Abrams, we're glad to have you with us today. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your work and and what's going on in your life. Well, again, thank you for the invitation. Great opportunity to be with you, fellas. Um, Graduate of Freed Hardeman back in 1985, where I first got to know my good friend, Brother Dale. Uh, Married Judy Agee from Chattanooga. We met uh, at Freed and... uh, been preaching in Kentucky for a couple of years to start out the ministry, then moved to Mobile, basically going back to my home area for 16 years there, then been back up in the Shoals area, the northwest corner of Alabama, for about the last 8 to 10 years, been preaching for the Tuscumbia Church of Christ for 10 years. And one of my great passions since about 1993 is uh, working and ministering to the good folks in Ukraine and and that has led me to be involved in this effort to encourage folks to be praying for the persecuted church over in Ukraine and Middle East and northern Nigeria. Been busy promoting that lately. So, Jeff, tell us a little bit about the uh, uh, about what you're doing, about the website, about the goals and the plans uh, for uh, the idea that Sunday is coming. 
Well, thank you. Uh, this coming Sunday in America, we call this Easter Sunday, and we have been asking, been involved in a campaign now for several weeks, asking every gospel preacher and every church in America to, at the beginning of their sermon this Easter Sunday, if they would take a moment and lead the church in a prayer on behalf of the persecuted church. And we've been uh, spreading the word through the help of the Jenkins Institute, through a website, uh, sundayiscoming.com, through a Facebook page, uh, Sunday is Coming is the name of that page, and through our good friends at Christian Chronicle and folks at Last of Leaders and CYC and some Christian universities and a lot of preachers and elderships have gotten on board and helped us to 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 hopefully shine the light on this really dark subject, these, these events that are happening to our brothers and sisters. And well, Jeff, some, I want to uh, mm-hmm. interrupt you and and, and uh, talk a little bit more about your work in the Ukraine and okay. Uh, Tell, tell a little bit about how you got involved in that work and how many trips you've made and, and how and and then about how this about a little bit about how this persecution came about. All right, thank you. Dale, when I was a student at Fried Hardeman I met the, the lectureships, probably like you were, and I'm in one of those upstairs compartments and I'm in the auditorium, I'm listening to my guy speak and I can hear a guy in the auditorium speaking with great passion, and his voice is resonating through that curtain. And I remember something that he said. I began to listen to him more than I was listening to the guy that I was in the room with. And he said, he said something <laughs> We've like all this. That. Yeah. yeah, he said, I think maybe your brother was a speaker I was ignoring. But anyhow, I, I, that's not the case. That's, that's not the probably, case at all. Probably so. But, but anyhow, anyhow, the guy in the auditorium, the guy in the auditorium, he said something like. My my friend, if you're not going to do mission work in India because you're afraid of the taste of the food, then your soul's on the road to torment. All right, so, you know, I'm a picky eater, and that got my attention. And so literally from that day, I decided after I graduate, get my feet under me, I'm going to get involved in some place overseas and graduated for about five years in local work. Then, you know, our prayers were answered. Iron Curtain came down. Doors opened up all over the countries that were a part of the former Soviet Union and and uh, had a buddy that had been to Ukraine. He bragged about it. I asked him to pick a place for me to go. And so in 1993, I went and have been going ever since. I've made over 40 trips. I, I usually go, well, actually I've always gone ultimately to a town called Kramatorsk, Ukraine. And that is a city that is in the middle of the unrest and the war that is going on in eastern Ukraine. And so I have seen I've seen our, our brethren there lose churches. I've seen church buildings. I've seen preachers lose their jobs. I've seen people lose their lives, their their life savings. You know, they're just they're in a lot of distress over there. And uh, it's a it's a forgotten war. It's a forgotten disaster on on some levels. And so I've just tried to increase awareness of the the refugees and the problems and the struggles and the pain try to shine some light on that darkness and, and bring about some help for those folks. Jeff, tell us, you've been uh, been there many, many times and you know the church there. Tell us a little bit about the, the state of the church, uh, the, the number of congregations and Christians and, and just a little bit of information about the church there. Well, this region that is so hard, so so uh so challenged by this this war 
is called the Donbass region or the Donetsk region. It is the, the eastern area of Ukraine, right on the border of Russia. And very interesting uh, that this is an area that probably has more Christians, more members of the church, more congregations of the Church of Christ than anywhere in Eastern Europe, maybe even anywhere in, in Europe. And that area, it seems to me, has been targeted by Satan for for destruction. And and the church in some places has weathered the persecution quite well. Some congregations have really struggled. Uh, it's you know, We remember from history in, in our country, Civil War, how some churches were divided, you know, according to their allegiances in the North and South. Well, that's happening in some churches in eastern Ukraine. Some members lean more towards Russia. Some lean more towards Ukraine. And as these churches have scattered, there have been, been issues related to that. So our plea has been, you know, let's focus not on us being Americans or Ukrainians or Russians. Let's be Christians. Let's focus on our heavenly citizenship and trying to hold people together. And and many of them are holding up well. You know, they, our prayers are appreciated, our support, our, our money, our visits are a great encouragement to them, great encouragement to us also. When were, when were you last there? Uh Late January. And I've been there about four times since uh, since January of 2014. Of course, some of the reason for the extra trips have been because of some of the so some of the the turmoil that they've been under. Been trying to have some retreats to bring all of them together, emphasize unity, and help with benevolence needs and things like that. And they're my family. You know. Did uh, Did you feel safe when you were there, or is it is there constant fear? Or? Well, you know, there is an increase in the anti-American sentiment, and uh, so that's that's not a favorable development. But I, I generally uh, feel safe when I'm there if I make good decisions. This last time I had a little bit of an incident where I, I, I gained a great appreciation for my freedom than, than I probably had before. But you know, there are some areas now that, that I could not safely go in eastern Ukraine. That's because, and Bill, this is a very important point. There's a religious aspect to this war. These people that have come, these uh, pro-Russian separatists that have come in from Russia, they are very fanatical on behalf of the Russian Orthodox Church. And the, and the areas where they are now in control, they, they're saying that any other religion except for Russian Orthodox religion that comes from Moscow is illegal. And that's why they've been able to seize church buildings and, and just run, run our brethren out of those areas. So it's uh, in those areas right now. It'd be very difficult for an American Christian to go in and operate free. So Jeff, tell us. Uh, we're kind of getting close, maybe to the end, but tell us a little bit more about Sunday is coming. Uh, why that uh, name, and, and and explain what that is about. Okay, I'd be happy to do so. Again, thank you, Dale. Thank you, Jeff, for this opportunity. Uh, this coming Sunday being Easter Sunday, I typically will preach a lesson along the lines of it's Friday, but Sunday is coming and emphasize how on that Friday when Jesus was crucified, the darkest of sins, the darkest of days, people lost their hope that day. But thankfully, Sunday came and on Sunday, we we got our hope back. It was resurrected with Christ and it was a great day of victory. And so in, in places like Ukraine and northern Nigeria and in the what we used to call the Bible lands, where there is no Bible now because of persecution, not many Bible-believing people left. 
you know, it's dark. It's that Friday of persecution for them. And, and, and we can, with our prayers, we can help bring them to Sunday. So that's a, that's our reason behind the name Sundayscoming.com. You know, our message to them needs to be one of hope that, that our prayers, our encouragement, our love, our support can help move them to a, to a day of victory. And so I firmly believe that Sunday's coming, but I don't think it comes without the American church, the unpersecuted church, waking up and praying for our brethren in harm's way. We've got to take this seriously. Yeah, Excellent. So, so Jeff, tell us, uh, maybe before we close, are, are a lot of churches seemingly getting on board? Uh, what's the response yeah, yeah, Dale, to, the, Dale, to the, the website? The, the, the response has been overwhelming. It seems to me everybody that knows about the effort joins the effort. So my challenge, our challenge in the, in the final days is to, is to continue to spread the word through, through forums like, like I preach and the Jenkins Institute and Christian Chronicle and last leaders. You know, a lot of people are coming together to help with this. Of course, we don't want the prayers to stop on, uh, on this Sunday. We, we want to, to add this, add a phrase similar to this to our prayer lexicon from, from now until Jesus comes, something like, God, please protect and bring relief to the persecuted church. You know, years ago, a generation introduced phrases like ready recollection, God, guard, and direct, and those things have their place. But now let's let's teach this generation to pray for those that are less blessed in, in foreign lands. And, and Dale, one last thought on this. You know, we're next. We're next. Uh, we're, we're in the crosshairs of Satan, and we've got a wall of protection around America now, but that wall is crumbling. So... Now's the time for us to wake up and step up, not just for our foreign brethren, but but for ourselves in America. Very very good. Well, uh, I know that that we focus on the Ukraine, but there are some other areas there as well. Uh, On the website, you mentioned Nigeria and ISIS, and that's excellent. So thank you for, for the good work and you know how we're going to do it on that Sunday is we're going to talk about how we've often prayed prayers of thanksgiving for the safety that we have to worship God. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to mm-hmm. emphasize how there are many places that don't have that kind of safety. Mm-hmm. And show mm-hmm. one of the videos that y'all, y'all put together, that you put together. And you've done mm-hmm. an excellent job. There are several videos on the website. And we'd encourage people to go there and look at it. And uh, what a great goal and aspiration, Jeff, of trying to have every Christian praying on a specific Sunday at the same time, basically, for those brethren there. So we appreciate your efforts so very much, and uh, thanks for all that you do. Jeff, if you will mention uh, maybe uh, a little bit, I know this is not why we had you on, but a little bit about your book, because I know you take the proceeds from that and are involved and use it for the work as well. Yeah, thank you again. Uh, A couple years ago or so, I wrote a book entitled Sticks and Stones, A Study of hurtful words and helpful remedies that that uh, has done pretty well, I think. It helped me, in fact, in, uh, in doing a better job of focusing on, on the words that I speak, the words that I listen to others speak to me. And this is a book that's been used in Bible classes and in various other settings around our brotherhood. And, and all the profits from the sale of this book go towards uh, Ukraine missions. And so I appreciate you allowing me to mention that there's a there's a website sticksandstonesbook.com where people can go and get more information about that. 
but it, it's been it's been pretty effective. But but primarily it blessed me, and if it blessed other folks, that that's a bonus. Very good. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, anything else you want to toss in before we uh, close today? Yeah, I would just add this because we've not spent much time, understandably, because of the limitations of this forum on on our brethren in northern Nigeria and in this area of the Bible lands controlled by ISIS. But but our brethren, they they really are worthy of our attention, our admiration, and our prayers over there. And the church in Nigeria is continuing to grow uh, despite this threat of Boko Haram. We've had preachers over there that have been 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 slaughtered, church buildings burned to the ground and don't want to end all this on a negative note, but so a more positive thing, in spite of that, they continue to grow, they continue to, to convert the these Muslim folks to Christ and more churches are being added. Uh, Steve Worley is over there now doing yeoman's work, very courageous work in the city of Joss with a preacher's training school. So so all is not lost. Our brethren haven't, you know, raised the white flag. They're pressing on and and God is blessing them. And as more of us get on board with our, our praying and our encouraging, I, I believe Sunday really is coming for these folks in all these terrible places. Well, Jeff, that is, that's outstanding, and we appreciate so much uh, what you're doing and, and what everybody is involved is doing. And we hope that, uh, that through this format and through a lot of other formats that a lot of people will, will take that Sunday a week from now and 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 remember these folks in prayer and uh that we'll call attention to the persecuted church because we're all of us are so blessed right now and like you said it's headed our way if if and so we need to pray for people who are involved already and and the good news is you know i really believe that our prayers can be the ones that that end this violence in ukraine and that and that uh, turn this around and make make Sunday come for our brothers and sisters. Uh, you know, James tells us the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much, and the more righteous men and women we can get praying on behalf of the persecuted church, you know, the quicker relief will come to these to these good good family members of ours. Yes, well, sir. we want to encourage yes, everybody to get on there and get online. Go to Sunday is coming. If you've not been familiar with it before, you are now. And learn about it. And if you are familiar with it, share that website with other people. And Jeff, I'll let you close us out today. Okay. Thank you again, Jeff Abrams, for being with us. And uh, God bless you and your work. And uh, we want to thank everybody who has listened in today, uh, who will be listening to the recording. And we hope you'll join us uh, next time for I Preach the Podcast. And our prayer for you, as always, is we wish for you great preaching. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.